Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Um, today we have uh, uh, Luke Rolfing. Hey. Um, from Big League Politics. Um, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Cool. Don't lie to me, man. Oh, yeah. You started off lying to me already. Like, I'm sure. I'm a, I'm a liar. That's kind of like pathological. I'm uh, kind of a piece of shit. I'm not sure if you realize this yet. <laughs> I'm finding it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. But, uh, well, thanks for uh, doing that. So, uh, what are some, like, things you, like, what got you into, uh, I sound like a retarder now, sorry. Uh, what got you into writing, writing, is what I'm trying to say. Um, it was generally, it was generally politics more than anything. Uh, well, I started sense. off, like, here, uh, here in St. Louis, actually, it was with, uh, Ron Paul in 2012 uh, got involved in politics. Uh, I was a uh, I was a high school kid, and I was the uh, the weird kid at school who got really into Ron Paul in senior year. Um, I had I remember we had those gay clear backpacks you had to wear. I just plopped a Ron Paul sticker on there um, and walked around with it. Started volunteering. They eventually, like they saw me there so much, they're like, "You want an internship? Something you can put on your resume?" Since then, I've worked at some different places, uh, National Right to Work Committee. Um, places like that. Uh, National Association for Gun Rights is where I worked when I got into writing. Um, it was just more of an off-the-cuff thing. I was working as like a field staffer, and they were like, do you want to write something? And I wrote it, and they are like, oh, this is actually really good. Um, so I got into it then, and then I met some of the people with the, uh, the Big League Politics crew, um, and I got into it from there, started writing for them, and I just do general uh, writing like on a contract basis for different people now. Um, and that's kind of my story there. What are some subjects you'd uh, do you like to cover? Subjects that I like to cover within like, politics, uh, within politics. Yeah. Um, very interested in. Uh, I've been very interested in stuff like, uh, especially early on in the you know, like the Trump presidency, stuff like immigration. I sort of realized how important that is to like you know everything that I believed in politically, uh, especially like when I was like a libertarian. I was more of like an open borders type guy. Um, but largely through like the growth of like the Trump movement, I started to realize that you know you can't truly have you know a libertarian society unless you sort of control some of the people who come here. You have control over borders, and you don't really have a nation without borders. So I realized immigration was much more important. Um, and lately, I've become much more into um, uh, like all of the the Black Lives Matter stuff going on, and just seeing a lot of the unrest around the country um, and covering that you know fairly because you know the mainstream media if they look if you look at it they say that. You know, 97% of all the protests are all peaceful, and, you know, the 3 or 4% that are peaceful, um, you know, it's all these right-wing agitators going in there, you know, there's nothing, and I'm like, and I look at it, uh, you know, I see police being treated so poorly nowadays um, that, you know, my anti-authority self growing up that used to be the type of guy who would actually go out and, you know, was not a fan of the police, I'm starting to come around to the police, um, just seeing the way that they're treated so poorly um, and realizing how helpful they are, especially in like some of the, you know, especially in like some of the inner city um, areas, spending some more time in like the downtown St. Louis area, especially seeing that and realizing. So writing about some of that is uh, stuff that I've been more interested in as of late. That's cool, man. Uh, so are you st- are, is that a path you're sticking with to like find other publications or you're sticking with that publication or what, what do you kind of, what's your ambition more or less as a writer? Well, I, that's kind of hard saying your ambition. My ambition is to try to you know promote my values and promote what I believe in uh, more uh, in whatever capacity really I can do it. Like so, uh, writing's more of like a vessel yeah, yeah, yeah. than so, just like yeah, one of the, the plan. Yeah, one of the things Ronald Reagan used to talk about, which I mean, there's a lot of stuff I don't like about Ronald Reagan. There's a lot of stuff that I like about it. But one of the things that he talk about is how how much you can accomplish if uh, you don't care about who gets the uh, who, who gets the uh, you know who gets the credit for it. Um, so just whatever I can do in whatever capacity to promote the values that I care about, because I do think it's important. 
Um, I do think it's important to make sure that, you know, one day hopefully I have children um, and those children grow up in a world that, you know, is at least as free as where I am today, which isn't saying much. Uh, <laughs> as long as, you know, that, that's an important thing to me. Um, and whatever I can do to promote that. So whether that, you know, keeps doing some of the writing that I do. I do a lot of ghost writing for people, um, doing some of that. Um, or, you know, working in a more of a direct role. Really whatever is the most beneficial thing for me is really what I care about at this point. I don't really have any specific, one specific thing that I care to go into. Since I've gotten into politics, it's been me shifting back and forth to different areas, stuff that I'm better at. So I'm more than happy to shift to something else if it's something that my skills could be better used for. Interesting. Yeah. Do you see yourself getting into politics eventually? Like um, as a as a political figure more so? Uh, not really. Like I have some friends who have some videos of me um, saying the controversial things um, that's under the uh, that, that they are under the um, their whole thing is that if I ever run for office, their job is to release that so I can't run for office. Uh, because I don't really want to run for office. I don't think that uh, being, you know, chained to some desk and having to sit there and listen to, you know, a bunch of, you know, constituents, people that, you know, I, sitting there having to listen to, having to be, you know, prodded by lobbyists. Um, I just don't really want to. I mean, it's a temptation thing. I mean, you want to sit there and think you're going to go into, you know, go into office, you know, get elected to Congress or something or getting somewhere, and you're going to be this principled guy, but you don't realize just how much, you know, how deep the swamp gets. How fast how, people sell out. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's you their first to, time cool and shit. Like, yeah. like it's the first time. Uh, you talk to anyone first getting yeah. into politics, like, I'm never going to sell out. And then next thing you know, they're, you know, out selling out. They're off sucking some lobbyist dick. Um, and that's not anywhere that I want to, you know, get myself to. You're not trying so, to lobbyists? Yeah, I'm not, not really interested in uh, really taking the direct approach towards, you know, political change. I'd much rather... You know, find people who are good carriers of the message, people who are consistent, um, you know, people like, uh, largely like Donald Trump. I mean, sometimes he does. But overall, he's been, he's been the best president in my lifetime and probably the best in decades and decades and decades. I can't think of, you know, the last president that he could even be comparable to, just the way that he, uh, you know, just, 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 just the way that he carries himself, the way that he gets things done, the way that he doesn't give a shit what people say. Um, finding people like that. Um, and getting them into power and having them push things forward is really the more beneficial thing because I don't think that I'm somebody who uh, would be good in a uh, politician and I'm not someone who would like to be contained to the point that I you, know, I, you know, being a politician you lose a lot of your freedoms kind of just, you know, the way that there are constantly people trying to tear you down and how you have to always try to appease people um, not something I'm really interested in not my thing <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I know that's your thing now, but no, I mean no. It's not about me. I was, I was just wondering. Like I see, yeah. like you, you, you roll smoke and stuff. So I was, I was just wondering. Like uh, this is basically all it really is. Like you know, you have like values and oh, yeah. being able to articulate your ideas. And that's why I was, I was just curious more so. Oh yeah, yeah, I get asked that sometimes, and I'm just like, ah, not my thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way to put it, man. Like, uh, but like just you just like um, just observing it more so. Like is it, like a voyeur more so like type thing to where like it's just like a. I don't know how to describe it. It's like almost like a Hunter's Thompson kind of thing, but I don't know how to describe. I don't. Know, I don't know how I would describe it. But like it's like a. It's like you're drawn to it, but like not wanting to be a. a um. Yeah, I mean, it's so. There's really two paths to power when it comes to politics. There's kind of the direct power and the indirect path to power. The direct path to power is you know you get elected. Um, you you're the one who really pulls the lever of power. You know you're the one who's there. You know getting things done. The indirect path to power is uh, where you or someone on the outside who you're influencing those people and you're really trying True to... readers and like stuff. Like when right. it comes to a lot of stuff in media and stuff, really your ultimate goal is to try to influence the culture because culture is kind of downstream from politics. So if you're able to influence the culture and you can influence what's on people's minds, you can move 
um, really at any given time there's a good way to describe it. It's like the box of political reality. Um, so you have this box here, and that box moves. They're the people who are on the inside who are, you know, they're the ones inside this box, and they're the ones who can move it to the right or the left where they want to go. But, I mean, you know, if you're sitting inside of something, I mean, think of yourself sitting inside of this big box trying to push it forward. Um, it's much more difficult than if you can get on the outside and push it. If you can put the right power onto it, the right, you know, change, you know, the conversation, change things, that you can really move that box much better, and then they're going to vote based on, you know, where, you know, the wind ends up pushing, pushing things. Uh, and that's more powerful, and you can really do that through, uh, you know, instead of, you know, trying to... Uh, you know, use the sort of traditional lobbying approach of trying to convince politicians to do your will. Um, it's more about trying to the uh, the indirect path to power is more trying to, you know, force them to get your do your will by proving to them that you can. If they don't do what you want, then you can get them removed from office. Um, type of thing, um, and that's really the indirect path to power more than anything. And that's what I'm more interested in. Cool. Cool. So uh, we'll distract your skin. Um, yeah. But, um, Just got some beers here. Where can people uh, find your articles, I guess? like your... um, So they can find my articles on... Uh, they can find my articles on uh, Big League Politics. That's a place to find them. You can follow me directly. I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's my name. I'm on Twitter, Gab, and Parler. Um, Luke Rolfing, um, L-U-K-E-R-O-H-L-F-I-N-G. Um, that's where you can find me. You can track... You can follow my stuff. Uh... It's, that's where I generally, I, I don't, it depends on the time. Sometimes I post more often than others. Um, I don't really post, I, don't, I actually don't even publish that much on Big League anymore. I actually just published some stuff recently, but uh, it's been a while since I've been <laughs> You just go, I, I don't really publish things there, but I, I, I No, do. I don't publish stuff as much as I used to. It's I just a funny, publish. no one says an interview, it's great. I think it's hilarious. Like, oh, yeah. I know an interview, they're like, I'm doing the... Oh, I was just saying, if you're looking for my articles, you know, you're not really going to find too many of them nowadays. Um, but if you want to find me on Twitter where I, uh, you know, when I'm drunk especially, I'll post some, you know, more controversial things. Um, it's there. Sometimes if I have something way more controversial in my head, I'll go to Parlor or Gab. I'm really liking Gab a lot more. Gab's doing really well. Um, and it's a much more, the interface there feels so much more like Twitter. Uh, it, it just feels, feels nice. And, you know, you go there and... Even though it's kind of an echo chamber, it's kind of an echo chamber of, you know, a lot of different people um, who, you know, generally agree but have different, you know, you have actual interesting conversations. Like, nowadays, you can't sit there and argue with someone on the complete opposite side of the political spectrum, but you can argue with someone who has, maybe has some different beliefs, and you can even have some very heated arguments with some people who have some different, uh, but similar beliefs, and that's much more interesting with Gab. And I'm not afraid of getting suspended if I post something. <laughs> yeah. If you post, you know, Kyle problem. Rittenhouse did nothing wrong on Twitter, you know, good luck not getting suspended. I mean, if you post anything at this point, I mean, there's, like, grandmas getting banned. Like, it's not, yeah. even, it's not even, like, edgelords or anything. Like, like uh, it's not like, like uh, you yeah. know, it's not just, like, people, like, saying fucked yeah. up shit. It's just, like, you're doing fucked up shit or, uh -huh. or even pushing negative narratives. It's just, yeah. like, everything. One like, place you won't find me is Facebook. I was banned there uh, about two years ago. Yeah. Haven't been back, which has been so great. Like, yeah, you don't one thing I'd recommend to anybody: if you want to improve your life overnight, just fucking get rid of Facebook. You don't like arguing with your neighbors and high school friends? <laughs> Not really. Like, one thing I realized about <laughs> Facebook once I was gone: like, people were like, "Well, do you miss it?" And I'm like, "Do I miss you know seeing you know what my old high school friends that I don't talk to are up to anymore?" Like, not really. Uh, it's more of a time suck than anything. And uh, it really, even the people who you do want to keep in contact with, it actually you know you have a much, um, you have sort of an improved. Uh, you know, your conversations when you meet these people you haven't talked to in a long time are much better anyway. It's not, uh, 
like I'm sure people listening have had this before where they like met someone they haven't seen in a while and it's like so what are you up to nowadays and they're like oh I got engaged like oh yeah I saw that on Facebook yeah, you already uh, know instead everything. of being like oh yeah. I got engaged I'm like oh really tell me about that instead yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh yeah I saw that I was living vicariously through you on Facebook uh, I'd much rather um, actually have real human connections and uh I mean, leaving Facebook, like, your friend circle closes, but you have a much better friend circle. Like, I consider Anthony here a better friend than a lot of, than most, pretty much anyone I went back in high school with. And we aren't even that close. Like, we hang out from time to time. You're like, I hate him. Um, you're like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't even like this guy, but I'm closer, I'm closer with him than anyone on Facebook. Yeah, yeah exactly. 